Hey friend, just a quick note for you before you get into this episode. Since I released this season last year, I have since changed around some of the domains on my site, and now the links that I mention in the original episodes no longer work. So before, if I mentioned a link like filmmakerfreedom.com slash one, that link is now filmfreedomshow.com slash one, and it's the same throughout this entire season. So sorry for the inconvenience with that, and uh, I hope you enjoy the show. Hey friend, welcome back to the Filmmaker Freedom Podcast, and to the final episode of this first season. Now, we have covered a lot of ground in the season so far, and hopefully, if I've done my job, I've given you a lot of simple but actionable advice that you can start using right away to be more successful as a filmmaker. I mean, that's really the whole point of this entire season, after all. Now, in today's episode, I want to take a step back and try to put all of these various tactics and strategies into a much bigger context, because what I've been showing you all along isn't just a series of one-off lessons, but instead a handy framework for how to succeed as a filmmaker. Now, why is this important? Well, because when you're in the thick of things trying to achieve some new goal or learn a new skill or complete a project, it's really easy to miss the forest for the trees, to get wrapped up in the small details of whatever you're doing and lose sight of the bigger picture. That's not necessarily a bad thing because you need to be able to get your head out of the clouds and focus on doing the work. But when you're constantly able to remind yourself of the bigger picture, of where you're going and why it matters, that work is given a bigger purpose and it becomes more enjoyable to actually do it. So that's why today's episode is all about what I call the building blocks of filmmaking success. These are essentially a series of big ideas that when you start stacking them, they amount to something more than the sum of the parts. Because in the end, filmmaking success isn't about achieving one big goal or making a string of successful features or boatloads of money or anything like that. Instead, it's just about living a good life on your terms. And that's what you get when you start stacking these blocks. So I hope you're excited to dive in because I'm gonna show you exactly how it works. However, before we can dive into the meat of today's episode, I want to tell you a little bit about Music Vine, the cool company sponsoring this first season of the Filmmaker Freedom Podcast. So you have a lot of choices these days when it comes to finding music for your films and video projects, but Music Vine truly stands above the pack. Not only is it refreshingly straightforward to license music you'd actually want to use, but it's also genuinely affordable, even for indie filmmakers on shoestring budgets. And the best part is, the music is all thoughtful, expressive, and genuine. It's sourced from indie artists all over the globe who put the same care and attention and soul into their music as you do into your films. And that's why all of the music in this podcast comes straight from the Music Find Library. So if you like what you hear in today's show, you can learn more about Music Vine and get an exclusive 10% discount on your first song when you visit filmmakerfreedom.com. All right, so let's dive back into the episode. 
So before we get into detail on each of these building blocks, there are a few things that I should probably mention. The first thing is, is that they're not all the same thing. Some of them are mindsets, some of them are actions, and some of them are lifestyle practices, not really things that are meant to be done once, but done consistently over the course of weeks, months, or even years at a time. And the other thing to mention is that some of these are things that you can do relatively quickly, maybe in an afternoon or a weekend, things like defining success for yourself. Some of the other building blocks, though, things like continuously developing your skills and building your voice, or just cracking the code of making a consistent and maybe even lucrative living, these things will absolutely take you years before you get the results that you want. So please don't view this as some kind of prescriptive roadmap where you do it step by step by step and you magically end up someplace great after like 90 days. This isn't one of those infomercial get rich quick kind of things. Instead, it's something you have to commit to for the long term and the process is going to be complicated and messy and it's going to take a hell of a lot of hard work. But if you're cool with that and you stick with the process and you follow through with it, you should see the kind of results that you're after. So with all of those disclaimers out of the way, let's get into the building blocks of filmmaking success. And I'm gonna tackle these one at a time and in no real particular order. So let's get to it. Building block number one is to define filmmaking success for yourself. So I've touched on this topic so many times, and the first episode of the season is completely dedicated to how to do this and like what, to, what questions to ask yourself, but it's worth just touching on this again. When you define filmmaking success for yourself and you know that you'll actually enjoy the journey required to achieve that success, you set yourself up to live a good life. It really is pretty simple. On the flip side though, when you operate on someone else's definition of success, say the ones that come out of Hollywood, you run the risk of wasting valuable time and energy on something that you never deeply wanted in the first place. And trust me, as someone who's been there and done that, that is such a frustrating experience. So be real with yourself, figure out what you really want to achieve as a filmmaker, and more importantly, why you want to achieve it. Be as honest as you can be here because your definition of success is the foundation on which your life is built. Don't skip this step because if you do, none of the other stuff really matters. Building block number two is to ditch the idea of quote unquote overnight success and invest yourself in taking small daily actions. So overnight success, especially in the world of filmmaking, is complete and utter bullshit. Every time you hear about a filmmaker achieving sudden success, it's almost always the result of years and years of hard, unappreciated work. We just get to see that last triumphant 1% of their journey without the grueling 99% that came before it. So instead of counting on overnight success, invest in making small, manageable bits of progress every single day or at least every single week. Just as compound interest is one of the most powerful forces in the financial world, compound actions are the most powerful driver of personal success. Now, this is a huge topic, but for now, just start thinking about this question. If you could only devote 30 minutes a day to work towards your filmmaking ambitions, 
What are the core actions you'd take that would consistently move you closer to your definition of success? This is a super difficult question, but answering it and then actually taking consistent action on these things is the difference between succeeding and not getting anywhere. Building block number three is to find a money path that aligns with your definition of success. So I won't beat around the bush here. Money is an absolute necessity in this world, but that doesn't mean you have to sell your soul to get it or do things that you don't enjoy. In fact, there are quite a few good ways to make a living, both in the world of film and outside of it. So if you really do want to make your living as a filmmaker, you can choose one of three broad categories, the film industry, freelancing slash client work, and truly independent film. And there are multiple paths you can take within each of these individual categories, and you can even mix and match them to suit your needs. The possibilities really are endless. And for some deep dives on each of these, listen to episodes four, five, and six, because I brought in somebody who's succeeding in each of these areas and really picked their brain and got some good, useful stuff. Now, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that you can also make your living outside of the world of film, because let's be honest, filmmaking is far from the easiest or most profitable way to make a living these days. If you choose this option, you absolutely do give up a lot of time and energy that you could be devoting to film, but you also gain an incredible amount of freedom to choose what films you work on and with whom you work with. And maybe that's a worthwhile trade-off for you, and maybe not. It's really up to you to decide What's most important here is choosing a path that's in line with your definition of success. If what you really truly want is to make a living with your own original films, but you never do anything other than shoot corporate videos, are you really working your way towards success? I think not. So again, be honest with yourself and figure out how you want to earn your living. Building block number four is to find one way, or preferably several, to diversify your income. So whatever you do, do not skip this building block. It is really damn important. Whether you realize it or not, income instability sort of comes with the territory of being a filmmaker or even just a, a creative in the modern world. And that's true no matter which of those money paths you choose. And when your income isn't stable, it becomes very difficult to live a good life. I'm speaking from personal experience on this one. It really, really sucks when your main source of income dries up and you don't have anything to fall back on. Luckily, in 2017 and beyond, pretty much any filmmaker can start up a profitable side hustle, whether it's shooting stock footage or doing something completely unrelated to film. Go back and listen to episode 7 of the season for a really deep dive on this topic of diversifying your income and specifically the idea of using stock footage to make it work. Building block number 5 is to hone your craft and find your unique artistic voice. 
And this is pretty self-explanatory. You need to be good at the craft of making films in order to succeed. And you need to make films that are unique and noteworthy if you want to stand out from the crowd. And the absolute best tool I know of for accomplishing both of these things at once is making a lot of what I call microfilms, or small projects in the range of one to five minutes, but preferably in the range of one to three. Since they require very little money or time to produce, and since you're not counting on them to generate income, you can use them to hone your technical and storytelling skills, take bold creative risks, and work with lots of new people. If you want to learn more about why these little films are so powerful, be sure to check out the article that I linked to in the show notes for this episode, which you can find at filmmakerfreedom.com 10. I think you'll be surprised at just how much you can accomplish with so little. Now, if you're interested in how exactly to find your voice and what kind of things to do, go back and listen to episode eight, because I've got a lot of really hands-on ideas that you can start using right now. Building block number six is to start building up a unique and purposeful body of work. This one is sort of hard to wrap your head around, but your body of work tells a story about who you are and what you've done. And once you realize that, you can start controlling the story that you send out into the world. And this is really important because in the world of film, a high quality body of work is your calling card. It's what opens doors to the best opportunities because frankly, nobody gives a damn about your resume or if you have a fancy filmmaking degree. They care about what you've done in the past and in the real world as it's the best indicator of what you'll actually be able to do in the future. So. Be intentional about your body of work. Start thinking of everything you include as a small part of your larger story. So for instance, you can work on reality shows and corporate videos to pay the bills, but if that content doesn't fit into the larger picture of your ideal body of work, don't include it. Use your body of work as a means to tell the world what you're all about. Again, one of the best ways to grow your ideal body of work is by making a lot of microfilms. These little tiny films are such a powerful tool and it's kind of crazy to me that more filmmakers aren't using them to further their careers. Building block seven is to apply what I call success boosters liberally. So success boosters are things that aren't really directly tied to filmmaking, but that will nonetheless skyrocket your chances of being successful. Now, this includes practices like building and nurturing your personal and professional networks, which is easily one of the most powerful success boosters of the bunch. And that's why I spent an entire episode of this season on it. And so if you're looking for some help networking, go back to episode nine. Other success boosters include building a diverse range of non-filmmaking skills, which can include things like persuasion and pitching, and then soft skills like communication, leadership, collaboration, and there are a ton of other skills, but that's for another time. Then there's things like managing your time and energy better, because you would be surprised by how poorly most of us use these things. If we can squeeze in an extra 20 to 30 minutes of meaningful work every day, we can accomplish our goals so much faster. And the last success booster that I like to talk about is taking care of your physical and mental health. Now, your physical health is obviously a big one because it, it's where your energy comes from. The mental health is one that isn't talked about enough in the filmmaking and just artistic communities. There's this, this dumb idea that being a little bit unstable mentally is actually good for creativity. And I'm here to say that nothing could possibly be further from the truth. 
So again, just take care of your physical and mental health and you will be much better set up to achieve your filmmaking goals. So those are really the four big success boosters that I like to focus on. So building your network, building a diverse range of non-filmmaking skills, managing your time and energy, and taking care of your physical and mental health. And as an added bonus, when you focus on these success boosters and whatever other ones you find, their effects carry over to every other part of your life. So don't neglect these. Building block number eight is to keep showing up, even when it feels like you're not making progress. And I think it was Woody Allen who said, 80% of success is just showing up. And he was completely right. And that's why this is one of the most important of the building blocks. Filmmaking success always takes time. Remember, overnight success just doesn't exist. So just doing a little bit of this stuff and then giving up won't get you the results that you're after. And this is why it's so essential to be deeply connected with your definition of success. You have to know why you want it, because that why will fuel you and keep you motivated and engaged over the long haul, even when things get tough, which they inevitably will. But when you keep showing up, putting in the work, and you keep stacking the rest of these building blocks, your definition of success can be achieved. I promise that. The ninth and final building block to consider is a relatively small but very important mindset. And it's basically this. Never be afraid to reassess everything. No matter what, your definition of success is never set in stone, nor is the path for achieving it. Because the truth is, we're all constantly growing and changing, and so is the world and our society for that matter, so it makes sense to slow down every once in a while figure out if we're still on a track that we want to be on, and then make any necessary course corrections. And I know this seems a little obvious, but it's, it's really easy to get wrapped up in a, a certain way of doing things or get wrapped up in a certain track, and we, we get comfortable with it and just continue on out of, the, out of the inertia of it. But we can save ourselves a lot of frustration down the road if we're able to look objectively at ourselves and our situations and at the world, and then make good strong decisions based on what we see, it's through this process of adaptation that we can make sure we stay on the best possible track for ourselves at any given time. Okay, so I just threw a ton of information at you, and I'm sure it probably felt a little bit overwhelming, but don't worry because I have all these building blocks written out for you in the show notes for this episode at filmmakerfreedom.com 10. Now, before we wrap this episode up, I want to talk a little bit about how to put all of these pieces together in a way that's not overwhelming. Because if you're anything like me, you like to tackle big ambitious projects like this by going all in and trying to work on many different things at once. 
And again, if you're anything like me, you've probably gotten burned out like crazy so many times from using this approach. Basically, trying to do too much at once is almost always a recipe for failure. You start out with a great sense of enthusiasm and lots of energy, but after a few days or a few weeks, you inevitably end up feeling like you bit off more than you could chew. So instead of going down that road, here's how I recommend tackling this in a measured and systematic way that actually sets you up to be successful in the long term. So for starters, pick just one of these building blocks that's most fundamental to your success right now. Now, I can't tell you which block you should choose, but I'd usually recommend starting off with coming up with a new definition of filmmaking success. It's sort of like laying the foundation for your new house before you start building, usually a good idea. So then, once you've got a building block in mind, drill down with it and find the smallest yet most consequential actions you can take and start doing that thing daily. Now, this is probably the hardest part because it will require you to do a little bit of research to figure out what specific actions you actually need to take. And you can always go the route of web research, but my favorite tactic here is to find and talk to other filmmakers who've already walked the same road as you and who've ideally succeeded with it. So just reach out to them and simply ask them how they got where they are and what actions they took that were most consequential. Most will be more than happy to help you if you ask correctly and you're not just like an ass about it. Now, here's where it gets really interesting. So after that, depending on the nature of what you're working on, I'd recommend setting a 90-day goal. And so make sure that you choose something that's actually a little bit ambitious that will stretch your abilities. And more than anything, choose something that will absolutely move you closer to your ultimate definition of filmmaking success. Break that goal down into the smallest possible parts and then just schedule them out on the calendar over 90 days. They'll act as little road signs along the way. Then it's about reverse engineering that goal and using your small daily actions and really seriously doing them consistently every single day to make that 90-day goal come to fruition. I guarantee you that if you take the right actions every single day, even if it's just for 20 or 30 minutes a day, you'd be amazed at the kind of progress you can make in some kind of 90-day sprint. And that's really it. Repeat this process again and again, and you, my friend, have got yourself a handy, repeatable system to go about succeeding as a filmmaker in the modern world. Now, obviously, this is a pretty broad outline of how to make it all come together, but if you're looking for something that is way more in-depth and hands-on and that will guide you through this process step-by-step, step, I'd recommend checking out the freshly updated version of my course, The Filmmaker's Guide to Success 2.0, which is set to roll out early September 2017, give or take. Thank you so much for listening to this first season of the Filmmaker Freedom Podcast. I really hope you enjoyed these episodes and that you actually got some useful information out of them that'll help propel you forward in your filmmaking career. And if any of this stuff was really helpful for you, please tell me. Just shoot me an email at robert at filmmakersprocess.com and just drop me a line about how you're doing and how you're implementing this stuff. It really does make my day when I hear from people. 
Speaking of which, if you want to follow along with all of my latest filmmaking articles and courses, just head over to filmmakersprocess.com and check out what I've been up to. I should also mention that I send out a pretty cool weekly newsletter every Sunday morning, and it's full of the week's most useful filmmaking stories, tutorials, and insights. Lastly, I would like to thank the cool people over at Music Vine for making this entire season possible. And not only that, but for giving me such an inspiring library of tracks to use in this show. I'm so happy with the ultimate quality that came out of this. And I think a big part of that is the music. It just gives the show such a unique texture. So if you're a filmmaker who's looking for that perfect track at a price that you can actually afford, I can't recommend Music Vine highly enough. And as an added bonus, when you use the code FREEDOM at checkout, you can get 10% off your first song. So get over there and get grooving. I think you'll enjoy it. Thanks again for listening. Peace out, friend. I'll catch you on the flip side. Mm-hmm.